0: I'm Jamie Gennaro, and this is Business for Humans. Let's talk about taking your business to a new level without the suits and without being a robot. Here, you can be yourself, you can be imperfect, you can be flawed, and you can still have raging success. So let's go. Hello. Happy Tuesday, or whenever you're listening to this, I do try to get... The podcast's out on Tuesdays, so if you're ever wondering when do they come out, they come out on Tuesday, but it might be any other day. So happy day to you. Um, Today, I want to talk about leadership and confidence, and I know from my experience in coaching leaders that they don't always see confidence as the first trait to cultivate. So some of the things that I see in my coaching around leaders who are, and I would say struggling is a strong word, but I'm only going to use that word because as a parent leader, (laughs) I am struggling and it's, A lot about confidence. So I'll give you parenting as an example. If you're like, I don't know if I really resonate with leadership or I don't see myself as a leader. Let me just talk a little bit about what it means to be a parent. So you have a vision for your child as you might have a vision for your employee or your business, right? You have this vision and you also see incredible potential That was one of my kids. By the way, that's so funny texting me. That's her special little text message. So you see incredible potential in your child slash employee. And you want to try to cultivate that potential, right? You want to try to help them get to the place where they're really living in their full potential. So you see all the potential. You want to guide them to the potential. And then something happens, right? There's this conflict of where they want to go and where you want them to go, okay? And this is the center point of so many things that happen to us as leaders and as parents. And because my daughter texted me, I just answered her text message. And I was thinking about this as I was sending her a message back and trying to channel confidence as sort of the place where you start. So. She asked me if she could stop going to her tutor because she has a project she wants to work on today with her friends. Like it's due tomorrow. She said, It's the time is conflicting with other things I have to get done for school. And I could argue and say, No, you have to go. I can see her point. And also, if I'm confident about my vision for her and the reason I wanted her to get tutoring, then I can just find that middle ground, right? So so this is what I asked her. Can you get help from your friends with biology and math? Those are the subjects you need help in. That's why I signed you up for a tutor. If your friends can help you with those topics, great. And that comes from confidence. If I wasn't confident, I would say, I would be wishy-washy, right? I wouldn't have, I wouldn't feel confidence in my vision or my why. I would be you know, going a little bit more with the flow or going with what she thinks is good or, oh yeah, she has a project. Okay, sure, you can miss it. X, Y, Z. Does that make sense? But instead it's like, I know what my why is. The why behind the tutoring was two specific subjects that she's having a hard time in that she also wants to get better at because she doesn't like it when she's sitting down to do the work and she doesn't understand it. She's motivated by that. Um, And that way I can just bring that why across. That's confidence. Confidence in your why. That is the center point of all leadership. And listen, leadership runs the gamut, right? We all come to leadership with different personalities. Some of us are more compassionate and empathetic, and some of us are more um, harsh, I guess. And driving right some of us encourage with um like positive affirmations and some of us more lean on the um consequences right and no judgment like it all works all different people manage and lead in different ways with you know leaning on similar tools that are effective tools but we all bring a different slant and everyone we're coaching or guiding or leading also is coming to the table with their own way of receiving information. Not all people react well to positive affirmation. It's scientifically proven. It's about a 50-50 split. Some people are more motivated when there's a consequence. So when you say, listen, if you don't perform, this is what's going to happen. There are people who are actually more motivated by that than I'm going to give you a raise because you've been performing so well and you don't have to go, you don't have to worry about the consequence, right? You're getting something positive for something that you're already doing. So we have to keep that in mind. We all come to the table with these different things. But at the center point of being a really effective parent, leader, coach, guide is confidence. Confidence is not ego. Confidence is not thinking you're better than anyone. Confidence is standing behind your belief, standing behind your why, standing behind the reason that you are trying to move something forward. It doesn't mean you have to push. It doesn't mean you have to force, but you do want to make sure that that confidence is coming through, that you're not letting the energy and the power of the person in front of you push you over. You are an oak. (laughs) You have strong roots. And the reason why I also sort of lean on parenting as a good metaphor here is that kids have strong personalities and great reasoning skills, depending on the kid. They may also use emotional manipulation And we have this line that we have with employees. There's a line. And with our kids, there's no line, right? It's just free flow and emotion back and forth, right? We love them with so much of our heart. And we're so worried about doing it wrong that we fill every decision with guilt and shame, right? There's no line. There's no like professional line. So it's a good metaphor to lean on like could this work here right would it be good to sort of put that line in the sand for myself not get emotional not be not waver from the energy and the and the emotion that's coming at me don't waver just stay strong stand grounded confidence stand grounded in your confidence. My decision here is solid. My decision makes sense. My decision is based on logic and reasoning. My decision is based on a vision I have for this person. Confidence. Now, (laughs) because I said it's not pushing, right? We're not pushing ideas on people. We're not Forcing things, right? So, in the exchange with my daughter, I wasn't forcing, I didn't say, No, you have to go. I'm going to actually pull up the text. I said, You don't have to go today. You have a project, but I want you to be able to get help with things like biology and math. That's why you're going to the tutor. Can you get help from your friends who are good at those subjects? And she said, No, I can't. It's actually better if I go to to the tutor. (laughs) That worked. (laughs) So we just saw it in real time. I wasn't pushing. I was like, listen, we have a couple options, but I'm staying firm in the fact that I know you need help with a couple of things. If this isn't the right way to get that help, That's not a problem, but we need to continue to get you help. And her decision was, you know what? That's actually a good solution. Let's stick with that solution. Done. You're not always going to get personalities that are as amenable as my daughter. She happens to be like a pretty chill kid. But also if I pushed, she would push. She doesn't, she's not going to get pushed around. She stands firm. Confidence is so important. So is listening, right? I mean, obviously, I applied a listening skill here. What's your reason? Okay, hear you. Also, this is what I want for you. Okay, we get to the common ground. There are situations where you're not going to get that level of reception. And what I want you to do is stay grounded. Don't be swayed by the emotion that's coming at you. Your confidence is believing that where you're at is grounded in something that makes sense, right? So you don't want to stand in confidence around something that you don't feel confident about. If you don't feel confident, dig into that and find the reason why you don't have a strong belief in what it is that you're pushing forward. This can be a real breaking point for a leader and a parent when you aren't really sure why you're so firmly standing your ground about this one particular issue. If you don't have a why behind the reason, then you might want to take a few steps back and listen and understand the other person's point of view and then come back when you are grounded in the belief and the, and the idea and the thing that you want to push forward. I want to think of an example here. I mean, I think something that happens a lot with leaders who... Have maybe a little bit of ego at play, or they're in a power position and they feel like they need to hold on to that power. Sometimes there's a micromanagement thing that happens. I say sometimes loosely, most times. Let's say that. And you know, I think it, it's something that that actually is easy to to start to influence and shift if you recognize it, if you know that you're doing it. It's very common and It doesn't mean that you're a bad person if you're micromanaging. But a lot of times, especially if you have a small business, it grows out of this um, need for things to get done a certain way because you've been doing them a certain way, maybe on your own, and it's been successful. So you're worried about letting someone do it a different way. And it's fine. It happens. But I think micromanagement is one of those things that it's a push not a neutral, right? It's a, it's a pushing something on someone. So micromanagement is one of those ideas, if that's what I can call it, that doesn't, it isn't grounded in something important, right? It's not grounded in a vision for your people, Right. We're talking about leadership right now. We're not talking about what's best for your business or specific tactics. We're talking about being a good leader. So if you are giving people tasks and then pulling those tasks off their plate because they're not doing them, quote unquote, correctly or according to you, your, you know, your way of working, then we're at a leadership standstill. Because this isn't part of your vision for that person. This is a part of your vision for the business, for sure. But what we want to do is find that neutral ground where we're looking at the vision for this person, we're looking at their potential, we're seeing where we can meet those two things, what you want them to be able to do to grow into this place. So we need to get back to that neutral place of, okay, listen, here's my vision for you here's what I need you to be able to do, right? I'm standing in my confidence knowing that there is something that's not being done the way that is going to be most successful. So let's find a neutral place where we can can find a way to get back to that place, right? Like my vision for you is to get you here. This task is not getting you there. What can we do, right? It's it's a conversation, but it's also knowing like what you see for that person, right? And I think micromanagement is something it's hard to defend. A lot of people do, but I think it's one of those things that you end up pushing on people. Like it, a lot of times it's sort of that standstill with a parent too, when you say, because I said so. It's like, well, I'm taking it off your plate just because, just because you're not doing it right. Like I just have to take it off your plate without the explanation without the resolution without the solution you're just it's sort of a cop out i guess is what i'm trying to say long way around it's a cop out it's a it's a way of saying because i said so you're not addressing the longer term vision that you have you're not standing behind a principle or a conviction you don't have an idea strongly for where you're trying to get this person and where they are now, you're not you're not finding that mutual center point, that neutral position where you're just explaining kind of what you see as the vision and how we're going to get there and what the solutions might be it's just a ripping it off their plate. Some people might say, well, isn't that a confidence piece too? like you're just deciding to take it off their plate. but, Not necessarily, because what we want to do is we want to make sure that we're communicating really clearly this vision, we're communicating really clearly the potential we see in this person, and then we're finding the place where we might need to, what we might need to work on. And if you don't know that thing that they need to work on, then you need to take a few steps back and you need to do the work to figure that out. And then with confidence, share that information with them. The confidence piece is so important because otherwise it makes you f- seem like you don't know what you're talking about. And if you don't know what you're talking about, at some point you're going to talk in circles and it's going to be clear that you don't have direction and that you're not standing behind a why and you're not standing behind a vision or a conviction. So, confidence can't just come out of nowhere because that's ego, right? So if if you're just showing up with your feathers out <laughs> trying to show off, that's not the kind of confidence I'm talking about. I'm talking about being confident in your idea, being confident in your belief so that when you communicate that need to that person, that middle ground, the shift in direction, when you're communicating that to them. They feel safe. They feel like someone's got their back. They feel protected. They feel like someone is looking out for them. Someone is saying, I see your potential. I want to get you there. Why don't we try this? Here's a solution. I believe in this. Let's try this for three days. The wishy-washy part is when you come to the table and you're like, I don't know. What do you think? Or, oh, you don't like the way this is going okay let's just change it because what happens is if you're over accommodating if you're over people pleasing really if you just want people to like you then they're not going to feel they're not going to feel confident they're not going to feel like the decision they just made is grounded in anything real They're going to feel like, well, you were flip, you were flip flopping, you were wishy washy, you don't know what you want. So they're going to go a few steps forward and likely they're going to start getting lost because they're kind of just going forward without a vision, without clearly understanding the path that you're laying out for them. They just don't understand. So then they go a little bit into the unknown and they start a little bit wandering around blind. And I'm not saying that like people need constant, like, Hand holding. I hope that's not the way this is coming across. But really, when you're leading an organization, I think for anyone who's worked under leaders who were wishy washy, they know exactly what I'm talking about. It's not that people don't have their own sense of direction, they do. But when you're working in an organization where there's a particular vision, you want to feel like you're walking the right path, that you're not just like taking the machete and like hacking down. Plants that are maybe poisonous, and also maybe that path doesn't lead anywhere. Like nobody wants to waste their time walking around in circles. So when you have a leader who confidently comes to you and says, Here's the plan, here's the vision. If you get off the path, we'll course correct. Don't worry, I've got your back. That just puts a level of trust and assurance in the person that you're leading. Coming to the table, just knowing what you need and what is going to get this person there is so, it's half the battle. If you come to the table and you haven't prepared, I think one of my pet peeves for leaders is coming to a check-in without having thought about it at all. So coming to like a weekly or a bi-weekly check-in with your staff and not preparing, not thinking about it, also, one of my pet peeves is when, especially if it's a Zoom call or a, a video call, and they're you can tell they're working on something else, or they come to, to your check-in and their laptop is open and it's clear they're not taking notes about your meeting, they're working on something else or texting someone, pet peeve. So, confidence comes from being prepared, right? Coming to the table ready, knowing what you want to talk about, knowing what you want to discuss having a vision, right? These are all amazing traits for a leader, but you can have all the vision in the world. If you're insecure or have no confidence, that vision will never get off the ground. So, and if you have all the ego in the world and no vision, same thing, right? So of course this confidence has to be grounded in something too, but the confidence is a center point. Because the confidence allows you to ask questions, right? You're not afraid to ask questions when you feel confident in your vision or in your conviction or in your ideas as a leader. You're not afraid to ask those questions that might push you around, right? The questions that might force you to look at the way you've been driving, right? those questions should be encouraged because you're feeling so confident and sturdy, right? That those questions aren't going to just knock you down. have seen a lot of leaders who their teams might not in a bullying way, but they might just push back a little bit. Like they might have questions about this vision. They might not totally see it or get it. And they might have their own ideas that they want to bring. And so they push things around that should be allowed. That's how visions get stronger, right? That's how ideas get strengthened too. It's because of the collaborative energy of a team. But if you're the kind of leader who gets pushed around, who can't see the vision anymore when people start to question it or start to bat it around, if you start getting emotional, if you start taking that personally, this is when you need to take a few steps back. This is when you're not ready to be in that conversation confidently coming forward with that confidence of a leader to say, let her rip, you know, like ask all the questions, like push it around. Let's kick it around. Like it, it, there's room to kick this around. I feel confident in this idea. However, I'm not gonna push or force anything on you. We're all here to work on it together but I'm not going to be wavering or wishy-washy. We're going to come up with a plan. Like if you're pushing it around, I also expect you to come up with solutions that we can implement and be ready to take those solutions forward, right? So this is part of that confidence too. A lot of it's in body language. A lot of it is in your posture. It's really strange. But if you're slumping your shoulders and crossing your hands, crossing your arms... You're just not going to come across as confident as someone who is standing up straight, who has their shoulders back, who is projecting their voice also, not holding it back, not trying to... I don't want to say be quiet. You don't want to be loud, but a lot of it is in body language. And I think I've told this story before, but I was working as a director in a company with a big team. I think I had almost 20 people at that time on my team. And it was really nice. They brought in a masseuse. (laughs) And I remember walking into the room where this like massage therapist was working. And I walked in and she looked at me and she said, are you are you okay? How's your day going? You look defeated. <laughs> like this is the this is what comes out of like a complete stranger's mouth. you look defeated. And I think that would sum up a lot of that job. <laughs> I think I did. I felt defeated quite often, not because of my team, but the the upper management was a little challenging. Um, but I clearly wasn't walking confidently, right? I wasn't walking shoulders back. I was walking defeated, and it and a stranger could see it. So just remember that that's part of it. I just want to go back one more time. Like this is not ego. This is not like fluffing your your wings or fluffing your feathers for the sake of looking big and looking strong and looking powerful. This is not the point. It's that you want to earn trust from your team, and you earn that trust. Vibe, having conviction, believing in what you're saying, having a why, standing firmly in that why, not wavering when emotion is coming at you or feelings are coming at you, holding space for your people, letting them have emotions if they need to have them. It's okay. But not letting that change your confidence or conviction in your vision. Staying strong, staying like an oak tree, Rooted down with winds going all around you, just staying rooted, not stubborn. This isn't about being stubborn. It's about being confident, believing in what you're saying, having conviction in what you're saying, seeing when there might be, of course, a middle ground. There are so many other traits to a strong leader. But without the confidence in what you're saying and how you're showing up, it's going to be hard to get anything else done in that position. So I hope that's helpful. And I have a webinar coming up actually in March and you can find the details in the show notes or on my website, but it's a it's about leadership. It's about leadership training. So if this episode was helpful to you, you can dig in more in this free webinar that's happening in March. So I hope we'll see you there. Till next week. You've been listening to Business for Humans. Don't forget to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And please leave a review so that other business owners can find the show. Learn more at practica.consulting.